0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Intelligence for Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard. Our guest this week is Dr. Mike Dow. He is the author of Your Subconscious Brain Can Change Your Life. We're going to talk all about his latest research uh, about bringing the subconscious mind to the forefront, how you can use your subconscious mind to better uh, understand your life and what you need and what your needs are, all of those things. But also uh, some pretty innovative therapies that he's been working on that include, um, that include some, some pharmaceuticals that, uh, that, it goes without saying before we even dive into this, should only be done uh, in the context of a professional medical se- setting with the approval and oversight of a medical professional. So we're going to talk about all that in a second. You're going to get the details on that. I know that's quite, what, it, what could I be talking about? You will see in a minute. Uh, but first, of course, we have to hear from our sponsors, including Rocket Mortgage. This part of Intelligence for Life, the podcast, is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Want to see your loan options, adjust payments, and closing costs online in real time? Rocket can. All right, thank you to everybody that helped make today possible. Here, without further ado, I it's very exciting, uh, my interview with Dr. Mike Dow. Dr. Michael Dow, uh, second second time on the show, and most importantly, you're the author of the book "Your Subconscious Brain Can Change Your Life." Thank you so much for being with us again today. It's a pleasure to be back. Uh, all right, so I want to dive right into some of the research that you've been doing lately. First and foremost, this idea that our subconscious brain can change our life—it's something that we hear over and over and over again. You hear it in the secret. You hear it in all of these, you know. Uh, uh, all of these like online gurus that you, you know you think and believe and think and grow rich Napoleon Hill all this mm-hmm. stuff it's been going around for a while why is this all of a sudden such a popular notion for people and and does it extend beyond stuff as esoteric as the as the as the secret
1: it does in some way but i would say the quick answer to that is it's so big right now because it works and man does it work So we know that these psychedelics uh, that can help people to access subconscious material, we know that all of these non-ordinary states of consciousness from hypnosis in my book to the ketamine assisted psychotherapy I'm now doing at Field Trip Health, which is the world's largest provider of psychedelic assisted psychotherapy with clinics around the world in Europe, United States, Canada, it's all part of the same healing process. And if you are somebody who is spiritual and believes in manifestation or the secret, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is going to help you to feel closer. So we we have this mystical experiences questionnaire that that we give our patients at Field Trip uh, after they have their first uh, or second ketamine assisted psychotherapy session. And, you know, the same questionnaire that they use in a lot of the research at Johns Hopkins and the psilocybin assisted psychotherapy. And people have these profound mystical experiences. For some people, there's something in their subconscious. I had a patient the other day say, Oh, I think I just discovered because all the babies I saw, maybe I do want to be a mom. So you, know, <laughs> you never know what you're going to find in that subconscious. But then also, when you have that ego death, uh, whether it's deep hypnosis, uh, it, it really feels like a hundred hours or maybe a 1000 hours or 10 years of psychotherapy. It's just Mm. sort of digging a lot deeper, a lot faster. And I think people are really hungry for it. And of course, it it works really well. All
0: right, I want to circle back on the like the psychedelics and the ketamine for a second. But what is it about our subconscious brain that we're not necessarily uh, in tune with on a regular basis? And, And how does that actually change our life?
1: I think what people don't realize about the subconscious brain is that it is controlling so much of you that you are not aware of. So if your subconscious is the back burners and you're only seeing what is on the front burner, it's like you don't even realize that there's something sort of pushing you. When you learn something in a conscious way, like playing the piano, Mm -hmm. and then after a while or driving a car, right, at first you have to be very conscious about it. But sooner or later, you can just get in the car and you don't have to think, okay, Right foot, right Right. pedal, acceleration. It, it, It sort of moves to the back burner. So most of our daily processes, you know, they are actually operated via the subconscious, not our conscious thought. Now that's important because what happens when you are using drugs every day that's that becomes almost a subconscious drive mm-hmm. but the same thing is true with these healthy behaviors like exercising and eating right so right. i'm not saying you know i'm going to use hypnosis on somebody and they're just going to like tune out and that's going to change their life it's really the threading between something that they saw in that experience or some sort of relief or accessing something very deep you know i i often will get to this very deep mantra just you know yesterday i was working with somebody and we really got to the root of it through hypnosis ketamine assisted psychotherapy where because of everything this person had been through in her life there was this very deep back burner belief that everything is not going to be okay And she didn't even realize that all of her conscious behaviors were actually in line with that belief. Wow. Um, She was semi aware of it. But, you know, really having that full aha moment of, oh, my gosh, I think every single thing I do in my life is because of this, whether I have to protect myself or I I gravitate towards these relationships or these jobs or these, you know, X, Y or Z. So I I think the mistake is that people don't realize just how much this affects every single person's daily life, no matter who you are.
0: Right, so I mean, again, you know, hypnosis therapy has been around for forever. Uh, yeah. The um, this I, you talk therapy, you try to get to those breakthroughs where you try to find your underlying beliefs that 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 get to your your daily patterns. I mean, that's that's a, that goes back to Freud and even a little bit before that. So we yeah. the, that that concept's not new, but the idea of sort of evaluating your subconscious mind seems to be like on a on a big upswing right now, more than it has been in the past, and I think. Is it is that just because the research has been so conclusive of late? I
1: think so. You know, it's a couple of things. I'm glad you brought up Freud because there used to be this sort of, you know, when we look at the decades of psychology, psychotherapy, psychiatry, brain health, you know, hypnosis and the subconscious was very popular decades mm-hmm. ago. It sort of fell out of favor in the 80s. You know, Prozac was released. I believe it was 86. And that's really when we started to see cognitive behavioral therapy overtaking psychoanalysis and hypnosis. So there was this push to say, oh, Those are all sort of these airy-fairy, why do you need to go to psychoanalysis or hypnosis? We can just give you a pill. It's going to rapidly improve your serotonin levels. And then all you need is a little management and some very scientific, quote, gold standard cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, I'm a huge fan of CBT. I use it in my practice all the time. Mm -hmm. But I I think what happened is we became very – uh, it's, it's almost like the scientific bias went too far and the tangible became so profound that we forgot about everything else it was the oh okay it's sort of we threw the baby out with the bathwater it was the okay now we're just going to pivot to this mm-hmm. i think now it, it's coming back and the pendulum is coming back the other way when we realize that listen some people who are very um there's a certain personality type i call them like the the supercomputers or the robots or you know, the very rigid people, Mm -hmm. CBT works for them. It's like they talk about their life like they're a robot. And if you just control this variable, then, okay, maybe I'm just going to identify <laughs> this. And this thought pattern causes depression. Therefore, I won't use that thought pattern anymore. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other people, that doesn't work. Right, it, it just doesn't go deep enough. So now I think we're starting to realize that from a personalized approach, uh, a lot of people need the deeper work. And now, of course, so many celebrities are, you know, very open from, you know, uh, last week I saw something, Megan Fox and her ayahuasca, or there was, mm-hmm. you know, a couple weeks ago, the, Lamar Odom uh, ketamine therapy uh, documentary. So people are celebrities are talking about it. It's also in the New York times and this, these prestigious journals. So I I think it's the, Oh wow, this really works. Right. And they're now doing these head to head trials and huh, What do you know (laughs) when you put psilocybin head to head against an SSRI antidepressant, guess which one works better psilocybin. So, um, again, it doesn't work for all people, Mm -hmm. but I think it's here because it works.
0: All right. So, I mean, we to be clear, like what you're talking about has been used as a recreational drug for a long time, but this is unique from that sort of you're doing this in a therapeutic setting, correct?
1: Correct. So, at Field Trip, we have these really beautiful rooms. It feels, you know, I had a new patient start the other day and he's like, "Man, this feels like a resort, not a doctor's office." <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you take off your shoes before you come in. There's lots of very zen. It looks like a very cool boutique hotel. Mm-hmm. Lots of Uh, octagons and uh, lots of greenery, lots of pinks and nature-y colors. So, you know, you're in this room, you're administered medicine, you're in the room with me for about, you know, roughly two hours, and then you can spend another hour in our, quote, integration rooms that are these very fluffy on-the-ground spaces. It looks like a yoga studio Mm -hmm. doing art therapy um, because this process is very intensive. But this medicine, ketamine, which has been around since – uh, I think the year was, it was approximately, uh, it's been around for about, let's say 60 years or so. Uh, it, but it's only really been used for depression for about 20 years mm-hmm. and at the right dose that we are using, which is a, a much smaller dose. So most people think ketamine, special K, K holes, or they also say, of right. course, tranquilizer. Right. Um, right. That th- most people in, you know they don't use in in veterinary medicine, which I'm not that familiar with. But I was reading something that they don't use as much ketamine as people think that they use. Mm-hmm. The specialty that uses the most ketamine are ER doctors. And uh, in the emergency room, if you have a child and you need like quick procedural sedation, it works wonders. It's really fast. Ketamine is a really novel um, medicine because unlike the most of the medicines that anesthesiologists use more often ketamine doesn't depress uh, you know your 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 respiration and, uh. and it's not dangerous you know they're not teetering you on the edge of life or death but in our doses by the way we're using much 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 lower doses than an ER doctor would use so we're not trying to knock you out we're trying to teeter you somewhere in between Um, you know, it's sort of like that twilight state. A lot Mm -hmm. of times when patients are coming out, they say like, Oh, it feels like I just had laughing gas or something. But, you know, before that you go very deep and you have this psychedelic experience that can help you access subconscious material it can help you to let go of things some people i mean i've seen just about everything uh because ketamine works so differently on every single person but i can say this when you look at why people react the way that they do it seems to be that the subconscious knows what that person needs because I, i i am always just struck by the journeys that people go on and the fact that their journey is exactly what I wanted them to, to experience. Um, so it's, it's really, and, and that tells me, you know, it's, you know, my book title, your subconscious brain can change your life. That tells me that your subconscious is always looking out for you. So maybe there is some, this inner healing intelligence that knows exactly what you need. If we can amplify that and turn down the logical part of the brain that is keeping people trapped and, uh, you know, in, in fear based, um, decision-making or fear based feelings, uh, if we can let some of that go and and feel at one with the universe or feel like we're part of something greater or a greater life purpose, I think that is why it's such a profound, medicine and a profound process when you combine it with psychotherapy mm-hmm. because once you access that then all the stuff on the surface you know so i sort of conceptualize cognitive behavioral therapy is a very surfacey therapy it's right. not deep it's it's measurable it's the uh, hey we are i it used to make me cringe because i would uh, when i used to work for department of mental health it was OK, they wanted my progress notes to sound something like decreased self-mutilation from four times per week to two times per week. Right. And that's what they wanted to see. Right. Measurable change. That It's very scientific. Right. But when you go deeper, you know, the ketamine, the hypnosis, it's the oh, but I discovered why I'm on this planet. It's a lot easier to change what's on the surface when you access what's way, way deeper down. It, almost any how
0: is possible if you can understand the why. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. I want to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to circle back on, on, um, some severe trauma and how, and how I've, I've read about ketamine being used. I want to get your take on that. Um, but also I really want to understand how just expressing the ideas from your subconscious can help change your conscious brain. So we're going to do that in a, after a quick break with Dr. Mike Dow. Dr. Dow, you know, uh, before this, we were, we were just talking about how, uh, basically how your how the, these medicine-based therapies, uh, ketamine, psilocybin, um, can help get you to that awareness of the subconscious thoughts that are creating the mm-hmm. patterns in your life. Is mm-hmm. that enough to just be aware of it? Because like how, uh, how do you begin to unpack that regularly? Do you have to constantly be doing these therapies or, or does the breakthrough and awareness do enough?
1: So, I'm a huge believer in what we do at Field Trip, which is ketamine assisted psychotherapy, which is very different than the ketamine IV clinics that are popping up all over this country, where you just sort of, you know, show up in the waiting room, fill out a quick survey, right. get your ketamine, and then go home. Right. Uh, what we do, we combine psychotherapy with ketamine. So, I am with you for your journey, but I also have integration sessions with you. So, our program is. Uh, for most people with treatment resistant depression who have not had an adequate response, you know, most people come to us They've tried antidepressants. They mm-hmm. don't work or they don't work work well enough
0: or their side um, effects or are, are counter to right. your enjoyment. Yeah,
1: yeah or, or you don't want to take the pill every day. You don't have to take ketamine every day, which is a, a huge benefit. Yeah, but when you combine Um, six medicine sessions plus integration sessions, which are sessions that are sort of more standard talk therapy, but they tend to be very depth oriented because we're processing what you experienced. Then we start to connect the dots, right? And Mm -hmm. without somebody who's trained or without, you know, just holding that space for people to connect those dots, I think it falls flat. So, you know, in our newest research, we're finding, um, here's the dirty secret and, and 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 the best secret about ketamine. The best secret about ketamine, it is the fastest acting antidepressant on the face of the planet. Wow. In research, if you give somebody in in the vast majority of patients and subjects who were suicidal, mm-hmm. within four hours the suicidal thoughts go away. Isn't wow. that incredible? It's incredible. What, what else? What else can you give somebody besides? I don't know <laughs> some awful drug like heroin or. You know, right. a bottle of vodka where they're just right. not going to feel anything. Right. But it's it's not it's not medication in that way. It's the oh, I feel I feel good. You know, their bodies feel good. It's not like being uh, drunk or something like that. Uh, it but seems like it the, seems
0: like you're not numbing the situation. You're you're uh, you're you're facing it in a healthier way using these, as opposed to when you you talk about vodka and heroin. That's you're just yeah. ignoring the situation
1: yeah you're numbing and if anything ketamine does the opposite as you just said it helps you to face you look things in the eye you know part of our flight instructions for the first session is hey if you see a door open it if you see a monster Walk towards it, not away from it, because mm-hmm. sometimes the monster is a metaphor for something you're running away for in your life. Mm-hmm. So vodka is just going to help you to numb the pain, and right. then it just comes back. Right. Uh, our process helps people to dissolve that. So you know, I think in that way, it's it's really exciting. And the best, uh, the the dirty secret about ketamine is, without psychotherapy, it doesn't last that long. Mm-hmm. So. In our newest research, we are finding that even three months after people complete our program, we still see this really potent antidepressant effect. Mm. So, you know, in in our internal, in our white paper, uh, we found that people, on average, are coming to us. Uh, we use a, a a measure called the PHQ-9, which most professionals know what that is. It's a really easy measure of how depressed somebody is. They come to us and their PHQ-9 score is in the severe category. And by the time they leave us in six medicine sessions, plus some integration, uh, minimal, minimal effects. So that means that a lot of people are no longer meeting criteria for depression at wow. all. Wow. Um, however, if you're just getting the ketamine, it, you know, some people are noticing it only lasts a couple weeks or one month. Uh, So if you can have something, a treatment that actually motivates you to make changes in your life, it can be a long lasting treatment, which is why it's the secret of ketamine assisted psychotherapy, not ketamine therapy which you know p- anything's a therapy you take an aspirin that's aspirin therapy right. <laughs> we're talking about psychotherapy with the ketamine to sure. really make the effects potent
0: and again you know uh, just to this is not something that you people should be out there self-medicating with even if they have experience with this stuff this is the whole point of this is to integrate it into uh, a broader therapy session uh, not to just do drugs i mean that's uh, because thats I, I know a lot of people hear this. I see ketamine clinics when I'm driving down the highway advertise, and mm-hmm. I just think they found a legal loophole for people to do drugs. And, I, and, and maybe some of them are, but you're talking about a very specific, and just as a disclaimer, do not self-medicate, a very specific context within which these uh, therapies are being administered.
1: It's very specific. We screen for the conditions that ketamine cannot treat you know we monitor your vitals through the session um, you also the other benefit of not being at an iv clinic uh, you don't have a, a needle in your arm the whole time uh, we give you we use intramuscular so it's a very very quick injection mm-hmm. uh, for patients who have needle phobias we can even use oral ketamine but i've had a handful of people who have said, I tried ketamine once in my 20s. It was awful and so scary. This feels like a, I don't even know if that was the same medication. It feels right, so different. Right, right. So there's a lot of reasons. It's part of it's the delivery, but we also know in psychedelic therapy that it's set and setting. So your mindset and the physical surrounding. Sure. So if you're in this really beautiful space and you're feeling safe and a doctor is with you in a room and you're hooked up to your vitals, which our medical staff is monitoring through the whole session remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's you, you. There's this underlying feeling of safety. If you start to fall in a K hole at a club with strangers, well, that's that's quite frightening. Right. So, just just to clarify, know, it,
0: a K hole for those of you who are unaware is when somebody is on a lot of ketamine or you know a certain amount of ketamine and they and they look like they're on drugs. Like that's they go dark into a dark place and they're that, that's the sort of slang term for that.
1: Yeah. And they also have ego death and k holes, but it's a scary sort of ego death. Like, oh gosh, where am I? And then you start to come to and you're lying down on the floor in a club. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's very, very different than, than what we do in the zero gravity loungers. We have people in and we have gravity blankets. You're wearing eye shades. We have these really great playlists that we've curated for these journeys. And it's, it's, it's magic. It's, it's, it's magic to
0: me um it it sounds incredible now i've I've heard a lot about this stuff for severe trauma um yeah. you know that for, for particularly for p t s d and and most of the early stuff that I read about um about ketamine therapy psilocybin therapy that kind of stuff uh, was about people who had you know that sort of severe either from from war or childhood abuse. And that this was a good way uh, to unpack that, to sort of put them into that mindset and then work their way out of it. Um, Is that primarily, and I know you're talking about depression, but uh, what about people that are just kind of looking to get out of, maybe they don't qualify as clinical depression. They just want to break out of certain patterns in their life. Is Is this a therapy they should pursue or is this really for people with trauma and depression?
1: Ketamine is a wonderful treatment, especially when you have a therapist uh, like me or my colleagues who are trained in trauma therapy. Not to toot your own horn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's different, though, because there are some therapists who don't specialize in that. Mm -hmm. And and we know that ketamine-assisted therapy can go right to the heart of the trauma. And if you have a therapist who that's what their specialty is or one of their subspecialties, you can actually process trauma using all of the techniques that people have probably heard of, like Prince Harry's – public uh, praise of emdr Mm -hmm. you know so i use a very similar bilateral stimulation uh, protocol and i can use it with ketamine and you're going even deeper so in some of these trauma therapies it's like you're picturing the traumas but with ketamine sometimes it actually feels even deeper like you're going through it but the more you're going through it in your brain and in the emotional centers the greater the opportunity for the reprocessing which means better outcomes. So Mm -hmm. yes, I think people are going to see and read, you know, a lot of the research, um, MDMA assisted psychotherapy is, is wonderful for trauma. Uh, but what you can get right now is ketamine assisted psychotherapy. Um, and it can be wonderful for trauma. And then now actually at our field trip, health Amsterdam location, we legally offer psilocybin assisted psychotherapy there. And in, I believe January, 2023, Oregon will allow uh, that type of therapy as well. So it, it's really we're sort of at this forefront of the new chapter because there there was an old chapter back in the hippie era, right? Uh, right. But this is the new chapter uh, that we are really entering into.
0: Yeah, I really want to make that distinction too between the like you know hippie stuff of just going in the woods and and, and doing drugs with your friends and uh, and these kinds of treatments for breakthroughs and, and the clinical context for it because. Um, you know I, I I'm not going to condone or or condemn or even comment on on people's choices for what they do recreationally but this is really this is really separate from that and this is really new
1: it's very separate it's very new back in the Vietnam hippie era it was mostly LSD assisted psychotherapy mm-hmm. and today what we're and, and by the way we were having incredible Incredible outcomes with LSD assisted psychotherapy back in those days, but because it got out of the lab and then the hippies started doing it and then the government combined with the Vietnam War, it really was perceived as a public threat. And, And so, you know, listen, it was sort of this the cats out of the bag and it became this hot mess And the government just shut everything down and the war on drugs and all the research that was really showing, you know, even the founder of AA, Bill W, wanted to integrate LSD-assisted psychotherapy at one point into AA. So uh, just imagine what that says, right, Right. using a drug because, you know, psychedelics and the medicines that we use in the way that we use them, they're actually anti-drug. So it may sound sort of. Uh, it, it's such a paradox, right? It's paradoxical to think, why would you use a drug to treat drug abuse right. or alcohol addiction? But, uh, we, we certainly find that it can, and it can be very powerful and more longer lasting in the same way that uh, methadone can be helpful in management. But I mm-hmm. think instead of managing, you know, in the same way, you know, when you think of smoking cessation and somebody gets Zyban, that's just a little bit of, you know, nicotine gives you some dopamine, so you're gonna take a pill that also releases dopamine as a replacement. I, I think psychedelics go a lot farther than that. We're mm-hmm. not saying, okay, so you're gonna stop doing this, so we're just gonna replace it like methadone does, and we're just gonna give you something that's like a smaller dose. I think psychedelics really open the mind and help you to sort of wipe the, the, the slate clean, because in a lot of ways, addiction is, is simply your brain's way of learning. so if you can wipe the slate and you stop the learning and you get a fresh opportunity well then that's pretty profound
0: yeah yeah i mean it it is and i i think you know again as more research comes out on this as it becomes more widely available and done in the right settings and becomes more detached from the presumptions that we make about some of these uh some of these medicines like uh, I, I think we're going to see positive effects and growth in this. And just like anything, you, know, you want to do this with the right consultation, in the right context, with, with the right professionals around you so that you, you don't end up hurting yourself. Um, Dr. Dow, I've taken a lot of your time, and I know you have to go, so I want to be sensitive to that. But uh, uh, real fast, I'm going to ask you two last things. First of all, just sure. thank you so much for your time today. If people, aside from buying the, the subconscious mind book, uh, your subconscious brain can change your life, uh, what, where can people follow up with you?
1: Uh, my social media, Dr. DrMikeDow, DrMikeDow.com, and check out the FieldTripHealth.com site, uh, which is where I am these days. And uh, I, I just p- hope people get educated on this really incredible treatment. Uh,
0: and one last question, and I ask it to everybody. What is one thing we can all start doing today that will make our lives a whole lot better?
1: Something that brings you a sense of pleasure that is small. I think a lot of times... Uh, We have these grand ideas of, oh, I'm going to go live in Bali for a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also think that when we can focus on those small daily activities, Mm -hmm. which I think we really need right now in this world, something that gives us just a little bit of joy, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of awe, uh, even if you're not going to come see me for some ketamine assisted (laughs) psychotherapy, just a little awe, maybe in nature today, 20 minutes, focusing on those small little jolts of pleasure that can Mm -hmm. bring you some peace, awe, wonder, and happiness in your life.
0: There you go. Uh, Great words. And uh, Dr. Dow, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's it for our show today. If you like the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out a lot. But please, please, please comment. uh, Please rate. Please subscribe. That's the the number one thing you can do is subscribe. And tell a friend if you think they need to hear about this. That really helps us out a lot. Uh, also, you can check us out on social media. John is, we, we are, we're there all the time. Facebook.com slash John Tesh. We go live, respond to comments, all kinds of stuff there. He's also on Instagram at John Tesh underscore IFYL. I am Gib Gerard at Gib Gerard on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash Gib Gerard. Folks, I try to respond to every DM, uh, every conversation about the show, because ultimately I do the show for you guys. So thank you so much for listening.